Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode 45 of the All In Podcast. Shout out to all my community out there, allinnation.com. Uh, I know we missed last week, guys. We were having some crazy technical difficulties. This is still a brand new building that we just purchased. So thank you for bearing with us and thank you for sticking around. My name is Carlos Reyes. I am one of the uh, trio here of the uh, All In uh, Entrepreneurs and Leaders. Uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur here out of uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and I'm just living the American dream. What's going on, guys? My name is Sal Shakir, serial entrepreneur out of Phoenix, Arizona. I am blessed to be over here providing in this podcast and hearing your feedback alongside with my other business partner. Guys, welcome to another week. Uh, episode 45, my name is Alex Sines. I started my entrepreneurship journey at the age of 18, straight out of high school, and over the last few years built multiple seven-figure business along with these two guys. And uh, living the 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 entrepreneur dream. <laughs> mm, mm. So today we're going to talk about that is seldomly seldomly uh, actually seen in the in in our industry in the real estate uh, or even entrepreneur industry, right? Not just not just real estate. A lot of people actually have a very difficult time getting to the next level because. They choose, or for whatever reason, they're, they're the fear of trusting others and, and delegating, right? right? And what's that old saying? In order to elevate, you must delegate. delegate. Did you guys hear that? In order to elevate, you must delegate. Can you break, can you break that down for us? Because I know we all have our own version or, or perspective on what exactly that means. Sal, we'd love to hear from you. What exactly does, in order to elevate, you must delegate mean to Sal Shakir? Thank you. Um, obviously, every everybody has its own definition of delegation, but in in a business world, um, I learned in in my in my line of work when I used to do car uh, the car business, I was do I was a man that does everything. Like I, I remember, was a, I was a jack of all trades and the a master first, of none. The first time I met you, you were the sales guy. Yes. You were the mechanic. Yes. You were the finance guy. You were the guy that went to the auction. Yes. You were, uh, I mean, yeah. bookkeeping, right? I mean, you did everything. I was like, this mm -hmm. guy is not going to live to be 30. Exactly. And then guess what? And yeah. by the way, you're 30 now, so yes. congratulations. Thank you. I passed that limit. You surpassed, <laughs> yeah. My expectations. Um, so part of that is, you know, proximity. How, how far can you go as a person, as one person? You know, they say, you know, there's power in numbers. So think about this. If if I had a person that doing, uh, we just mentioned what five or six different things. If I mentioned uh, there's five different people that are doing one of each thing, and then how fast could I have grown? Could our business has grown? Um, and then obviously if there's uh, there's the five leaders, and then under those there is other other peers that work with them. And how fast can it grow? So it's all a matter of proximity. It's a matter of to looking at on a on a macro level rather than a micro level. You're like, well, I can do this job, and it's it's only uh, it's ten dollars, and you know, why would I why would I waste an extra thousand or fifteen hundred dollars? Obviously, we're gonna talk about when you're when you're ready for that. But um, talk about how much you can create more by doing that, um, and that that's part of the delegation. And actually, that served me very well coming into this side of the business where everything I do now is I look at it long-sided and how we can delegate that long, like in the long term. What does, uh, in order to <laughs> elevate, you must delegate represent to you. And you know, what's crazy. Yeah. I don't think I ever, I don't think I've ever seen someone so young, uh, delegate the way that you did. I, I know for That's a fact, right. you know, plenty of us at the age of 18 weren't, you know, delegating. So 
What does it mean to you, and how has, yeah. how has it helped you? Well, I'll give you some, I'll give you a background. So, um, I'll give you some context. So, we all have a hundred percent of ourselves, and most entrepreneurs, when when they're starting in their journey, they they think that they can do it all. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was it was a matter of um, duplicating myself, and most people don't even cross that line to duplicate themselves. Um, so for me, it was just simply. Uh, allowing myself to duplicate myself and allowing myself to triple and and 10x my time. So now it's instead of are you guys doing that? Sorry. Instead of um instead of just me working on the business, it's it's a whole army of and 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 I'm, I mean anyone that comes to our office, you can see that we have an army behind us. It's mm-hmm. not just us. So that allows us to duplicate our times, which allows us to delegate um not just like your tedious task, but your your priority task as well. Like, I, I think people have a bad misconception of I'm going to delegate my task and it's like the coffee task or like the <laughs> dry cleaning task. Like, no, like we delegate our, our high task priority task to to leaders in our company, which hel- helps us elevate. Uh, so for me, it was it was just the quicker you realize that, the quicker that you get out of your own way and the quicker you elevate and the quicker you delegate. But in order to do that, you have to understand that you have 100 percent of you. And I've seen people, especially in the real estate industry, where they um they're a one-man show for a few years many and then a few years. years many years right and and they make great money and that's okay but you know uh and countless people that have, we've talked to and they just they come you know after three four years in the business and they're burnt out they're they're mm-hmm. out because you will get burnt out if you're doing every single thing uh by yourself absolutely well said let me carlos let, yeah, what's let your me, i'm sharing this still but okay what's so. your definition of um delegation growth Mm-hmm. I think that delegation to me has so much significance because, you know, uh, I came in through the corporate, you know, I came up through the corporate structure, right? Mm-hmm. The corporate structure. Um, I became a, a a manager at a very early age. I was so ni- you were you were I a delegation, ni- actually. You I was, I was 19 years old. You know, I, I didn't go to college. You know, I didn't go to business school. You know, these are things like, you know, the school of hard knocks for me was coming up the corporate structure, the corporate ladder, right? Right. So, boom, hey, you know, you little 19-year-old dude or whatever, you now have uh, an entire branch and you have employees now. So figure it out. Figure out the scheduling, figure out payroll, figure out, you know what I mean? Figure out um, their strengths, their weaknesses, you know. The boss has delegated that to you and let you on. Here you go, right? (laughs) Uh, Figure out their personalities. You know, you you got to, like Tino says, you got to pet every cat different. Now, did they train you before you did that? No, they, they did not. So, they, so that was the wrong there approach. Was no, there was no infrastructure at the time because it was a it was a two-year-old company. They delegated to somebody that delegated. So they probably <laughs> delegated to somebody that they knew that they would land on their feet no matter what. But the proper way of delegation would have been obviously training you properly. Process, right? right? <laughs> uh, certain processes and, you know. Yeah. Uh, onboarding processes, you know, training processes, standard operating procedures. That wasn't there. None of that was there. None of that was there. There was no uh, handbook. You know, there was no employee training manual. Right. Again, this was a two-year-old company that was just concerned um, about growing and making money, which mm-hmm. a lot of us uh, in yeah. the first year or two, what was our concern, right? Making money. It wasn't <laughs> hiring and, and, you know, delegating. So um, to me, delegation represents growth, okay? And, and I'll tell you what really – what really, really, really helps someone if they have a natural uh, sense of leadership, that makes that makes the delegation process that much quicker because you know for a fact 
that whether you like it or not, you are going to have to depend on others at some point. Absolutely. So what you start doing is you said, you know what? I really like this person. Right. I trust this person. So then you start to trust this person and then you start to empower this person, right? And then now you start to give this person confidence. And now this person starts to do a, do a certain position or job better than you would, mm -hmm. you know, right? They're, they're in the trenches every single day. So they become masters at their craft. Mm -hmm. So honestly, delegation represents growth to me. Um, I don't think there's a Fortune 500 company out there that consists of one person or two people. <laughs> no way. They're, 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 like you said, know. you have to build an army. You said Fortune 500 company a company does not is, a, a company, company is not, not a company by not a person. one yeah. or two people uh, type of thing i don't care who you are yeah you know what i mean yeah. so um that i feel like delegation is something that our industry in real estate in our industry and in entrepreneurship i think that's something they lack i mean no disrespect to grant cardone right when he was here i said hey brother how do you build other leaders he said i he don't said, <laughs> he says he says i don't well you always see him around with like one or two people and that's it right mm-hmm if you don't, if you don't delegate and build other leaders, uh, you're you're uh, eventually you. going to bottleneck. You're going to plateau. I mean, the guy's sixty something years old, right? And I mean, how hard can he continue to go till he's eighty? Well, let's be honest. Most people like who are stuck in their own ways. You'll see that if they're fortunate enough that they have a they have a, like a son or a daughter. Then they they realize when they come at it at a older age, mm -hmm. they start okay. Let me start teaching that to my son, to my daughter, and right. then they try to mold that person into that position, and and that comes to like later on to delegate. Like it's, to think about it, it's leaving a legacy, but they're trying to delegate it. But what if that person, their son or their daughter or whoever, is the wrong person to delegate that to? Absolutely. So they they realize that. And and we you've probably seen that in movies or you've seen in real stories that it, it, they train the son or whatever that's turn them into the king yeah, or, and then or, the, yeah, and then something the leader yeah, the, something turns out like is not as expected but it's probably because they didn't do they didn't really think of the proximity of their company and when they're gonna delegate and what's gonna happen therefore they try to force it on someone or or a role on somebody that's not that's not ready we for don't it. we don't even have to get uh you know too complex or dig that deep even yeah. in business think about it this way right. Your father, mm -hmm. at some point, delegated a lot to you and your brother. Is that correct? A hundred percent. When I right? was, yeah, I was. Back was your father you... still throwing out trashes when you were twelve years old? <laughs> probably not. Yes or no? Yeah, uh, probably not. Okay. Yeah. So delegation starts at a very early age, organically. You know, even in just our personal lives. So why not? Why not maximize on that when you get to uh, when when it comes to business? You know. Yeah. Timing. It has to. It has to. And obviously, we're going to be talking about that. You know, when to let go. And so yeah, for somebody that um, is is new in, in business or maybe a year in, like what things have to like check before even thinking about delegating. That's a great question. That's a great question. Go ahead, Mr. Sal. So what? What? Because this is something you hate, what, by the way. What things yeah. have to like? What checklist is there? If there was, mm -hmm. and uh, you, to be able to to. Uh, what needs to be completed? In order okay, to you you always you always get upset yes. when that was, uh, that when okay. when a person will yeah. come to us, mm -hmm. they've never been in the trenches, yep. right? Mm -hmm. And then they're they're immediately trying to delegate everything. What what do you have to say about that? Yeah, so obviously that's one of them is when someone comes in and they haven't done anything yet. They they they've done a little bit and they feel like they they earned the delegation role yet. 
and now it's time for them to do everything and you know to give it to everybody else you can delegate if you haven't done every single thing in the company that's significant i'm not talking about some some small stuff but significant stuff building a company is very very it, it shines very bright and you can't come to a you can't start a company and then do minor stuff and say, you know what, it's time for me to delegate this, 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 and that. I don't know how to do this. I'm going to delegate it. That is the wrong approach. So number one is you have to do every single thing in the company that is significant. Number two is you have to know how it, how it works before you delegate it. Because when, when you delegate that one thing to that one person, you're supposed to train them. Number two is that if that person does not come to work for whatever reason or something happens, you might have to step back in in that seat. And if you don't know what you're talking about, all that will crumble. And, and imagine if you have 10 people that you delegated things so that you don't know how it works, that thing will crumble faster than you, th than you thought. Um, well, let me, let, me ask you, um, let me ask you guys a question, right? Yeah. Um, if, if you are, and I just ran some numbers. If you are a one-man show or a two-man show, just like a lot of folks are in our industry, mm -hmm. right? Most entrepreneurs are one-man, two-man. They never, for some reason. Um, and we'll go over some numbers. But my first question is, why? Why do people fail to delegate? Because you and I have seen even old dogs, legends in the game, right, that are still out there. You know, we were there was a, a gentleman, John May, that, you know, he was uh, – he was sharing some of his life with me last night, right on a, on a, on a Facebook group member, and and the guy's still trying to get deals. This guy's like fifty or sixty, right? He's still trying to get deals, and then he's still working with the title agency, and then he's still working with the you know hard money or private money, well, and show. then he's still trying to sell the property. I mean, uh, come on, you know, you, why why do people <laughs> fail to delegate? Give me some barriers on why people fail to delegate. Yeah, I I'll say my uh, perspective. Um, control, people control. love control. Control. Okay. That's one. People love control, um, but control is is a facade. <laughs> it, mm. it, it's it's not real. What do you have control over? Over actions and actions attitude. And that's and it. Attitude. Yeah. Okay. That's the question you're asking. Yeah, actions and attitude is the only thing you can control. Aside but from that, most not, people, not much else, else. Right? <laughs> no, you can't control the past, the present, or the future. Or I mean, or you can control the present, but not the future. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, control. People want to control everything, and and it comes down to control and trust. Uh, people always think that they that there's nobody else that can do it better than them, mm. right? And they may mm -hmm. be right. Uh, and, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I don't mean. I think it's mindset. Mm -hmm. Their own mindset becomes their own bottleneck. That they yeah. think they they think that whether they their their mindset is making them frugal. Oh, I I better keep that extra thousand dollars a month or two thousand dollars a month. That's you know, you have to think big in your mindset. You can't you can't be stuck in your old ways. Being you know, whether being frugal, being uh, being uh, um, control freak. Um, yeah, I, I I do believe it's a spectrum of things. And yeah, mindset's a, a huge one. Um, and when it comes to being frugal, like I can attest to that because in the beginning, it's like you don't want to hire somebody for two three grand a month because you think that you can do that in uh, you know a fraction of the time. But then when you do make that hire and you do delegate that task, then they do it, I mean, 10 times better than you would uh, over time because they focus 100% of the time on something that you would focus 5% of the time or 10% of the time. Let me ask you this. Is our CFO, does, is our CFO better than you at putting numbers together? 100%. And I'm considered a number guy. Yeah. But what I, this is something that he just highlight, highlighted on. 
Um, as a business entrepreneur and owner, you think you can do everything. You know, I can do this thing. It's going to take me an extra hour a day or half an hour. Then, then you're like, it's fine. But then you start adding on another thing and adding on like how many more things you start adding before you your company starts su- start suffering. Mm. And that's something that I think that that we let's let, let's on. let's talk about that. Let's yeah. talk about real numbers. You're going to be blown away. But uh, I, I truly believe that um, some people are just they live in that scarcity mindset. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you said, mindset scarcity. Well, you know, if I. You know, if I hire somebody, then I I keep less of the profit. <laughs> or they think that whoever they hire is going to take their business, learn it, and then go do it. Themselves. Yeah. So so let, let's do this, right? Any any person out there, one man, two men show, whatever, I think they can achieve making a million dollars. You know, it would be very difficult, right, in, in this line of work, but they could make a million dollars. Is that correct? Yeah, they could. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to work night and day, day and night. Mm-hmm. But after, let's just say um, – after certain, you know, after certain things are paid and marketing costs and, you know, whatever is going on, let's just say that they keep, what, 60% of the money, 70% of the, what do you want to Let's say 65, 65, just to be in the middle. 65? Yeah. Okay. So you make a million and you keep 65%, you netted 650,000. Right. Now you build an army and this army can get you to... 10 million dollars right keep 40 percent. you're still happy and you keep 50 percent. how much are you keeping now five million dollars yeah even 30, you see that even 30 percent. you see that yeah. mm-hmm. now you're you're keeping a few extra million dollars even though you're paying you know up the whatever you know you're paying more and there's more you know it, 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 there's a lot of more moving parts but the fact of the matter is in order to to reach even a, a, a number of 10 million, you know, 5 million, 8 million, 7 million, whatever, you got to build an army. You got to you got to build an army. You know, yeah. and 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 this to give a quick breakdown of, you know, some of the army we have is, you know, there's a reason why we have a sales director because I don't want to be involved anymore in the sales side. Which you, know? you did though. Well, I well, Before I you delegate I, that you you know how exactly what to do. You yeah. know exactly you if you have to step in when the the, the sales director needs that, help. That happened for for that probably half a year. Remember, it was like so. The delegation was done properly. It, it was done, yeah. And it's not something that happens right away. No, not at all. And you know, like you said, someone's not ever. Maybe they're not ever going to be as good as you. Well, agent would probably think of himself as a better closer than me. You know, yeah. he would. But I, I mean, I'm going to say no. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but you know what? Even if that person, like you always say, can do eighty percent of your capacity, you're winning. Of course, because you're you winning. got hundred percent. You got hundred percent back. So right? let me ask yeah. you something. For a person out there. That is scared from looking, like coming in here, seeing that there's 20, 30, 40, 50 people working. Scared to see an operation building or a, 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 happens an operation. often. What, what would you think? Why would they be scared? I'm going to ask you first and I'm going to go to you a second. I can tell you right now. Yeah. Comfort. Okay. I think that they're, they're comfortable, uh, and, you know, or some people just don't, they're, they're, there's so many different things, right? One of them, lack of leadership, okay. right? Two, comfort. They know that this isn't easy. They're stuck in their old dinosaur ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people uh, can't take care of themselves, let alone an army, right? Yeah. So some, not there. There's chiefs and there's uh, what is it? Indians, chiefs, chiefs and chiefs there's and Indians. Indians yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have to know what what fits. But I do believe anybody uh, with the will and intention can develop those skills. Uh, but that's totally on them. You can't control that. 
So that's part of evolving, right? Any if you don't evolve in any business, obviously, as as a person, you, you dissolve. will dissolve. You will dissolve. If you don't evolve, you will dissolve, and that's that's something we always say. But as as someone that is scared, like if you look into this, or you think like you you even if the idea of that even scares you, it's because that you do. Uh, today, some uh, sorry. Marissa Rodriguez says, I love the content y'all bring. Listen to you every day. Today's my birthday. This is Marissa. Mm -hmm. Would mean so much for me for me to get a shout out on her birthday. Oh, absolutely. Happy birthday. Marissa Marissa. Rodriguez. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Marissa. Happy birthday to you. Is that a little better than a shout out? <laughs> that is a that is the first time we ever sing happy we birthday, ever, right? Podcast, so. so much love, much love. Um, but I'm I'm sorry, brother. I oh just, no, no, that was good. That was great. Yeah. Uh, so if this scares you one bit, that if you look into this, or even it's a thought in your head that you would have that maybe a, a, a year from now or six months from now, whatever it is, uh, do not be scared because I'll tell you what the the scarcity mindset come from. It comes from that you number one, you would not want to let go. So that's something within self that can be very easily easily fixed. Number two is that you ha- you probably do not properly know how to delegate things or educate um, the, the 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 team members into how to take over your role. And that's another thing that can be very easily resolved. So if you're afraid of this or you think it might be too far fetched, these are the two things that you just need to look at. Right? Other than that, do not worry about anything else. I want to ask you something before. Yeah. When I met you. You were like, you were pretty much a one man show. Like, yeah, you had like, you know, you had Larry or whatever, but you were doing everything right. Mm -hmm. Well, that was a control freak. Even now when we build companies, we've seen you like completely take over. Mm -hmm. You kind of, you sometimes are still a little bit of a control freak, but in a good way now. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think that you've, uh, you've grown so much in that, in that aspect. But whenever we build a, a company, before you delegate it, you take it on for like what six to eight months. So I'll tell you why. Why? So uh, that is part. By, by the way, that's not that's not the control in me. That is actually the principle of 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 delegation mm-hmm. in me. So uh, and I think we all do that now. <clears throat> so in order for you, and I said this at the beginning, in order for you to actually delegate something, you have to know every single aspect of that business. So. Uh, being in my role, I I uh, I am the dele- I am the systemized the delegator in the business, right? You're That's the where... brain. No, I'm not. I, I'm not I, gonna... I always say that. I'm like, <laughs> so... I, I always tell people, I'm like, Sal's the smart one. You know, I'm just the, I'm the loud one. <laughs> You're the muscle. <laughs> yeah, I'm the loud one. He's the brains. So. Thank you. No, and I don't not, mind. We're, I really no, don't we're mind. all smart guys. No, I'm by no no for no means that I'm smarter than anyone here. I'm I'm being honest. It's just trial and error. But I do understand this. I understand that in order for us to delegate something, we have to understand it 100%. And most of the stuff that was built maybe last year and a couple of years, it was mostly technical stuff and and, uh, uh, maybe systematic stuff. So for me, in order to get it delegated, I had to understand every single thing, every comment, every phone call. That's Mm. why I took the phone calls because Mm. it's easier to hear it firsthand and how you can improve on it rather than – like most of the businesses that we launched, like I I answered the phones. A lot of people remember that. Mm -hmm. Answered the emails. (laughs) And then guess what? Based on that feedback and based on the day-to-day, I found out how I can box that up. And you know what? Give it – give slice it up and delegate it to a team. Mm -hmm. How long is that that – Trial period six so, to eight months. So it, for me, it takes six to eight months. <clears throat> but back then, it was it was it wasn't it would, six to eight months. It, w- it would take longer. Yeah. But then once you got the formula in every business, what is there to do? 
in every business as you go, Carlos, let, let's talk about the pillars. Vision, let's start with that. So, yeah, first and foremost, you know, it's like you you create a vision and then you you commit. You commit to making that happen, right? You make a decision and you commit to make, making that vision happen. Yeah. And then you eventually, you know, you systemize it. Uh, you build it, obviously. Well, sorry. Yeah. Build, build it, systemize it, and then delegate it. it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that's a beautiful thing because once you get to that last part, when you delegate, then, only then, do you have the benefits of being a true CEO. And rinse and repeat. Yeah. You become a, you become a better CEO. So following that, now you know why I had to take six to eight months for me. Or for even you, you've done it. You've done it. I'm sure uh, you it, yeah. know on on different scales, different businesses. But the 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 six to eight months is what is the building and the systemizing. That doesn't mean it's only me. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about my part. Obviously, there's bigger. You know, we are a team over here. We do things together. But, but the systemization and the building takes time. So how do you systemize it by understanding it very well and by tweaking as every single part of it? Then go ahead and delegate it. Question for you. What are some expectations in the people that you're trusting? Mm -hmm. Like, what are some, what are some values, some core values that you feel that these folks should have before you decide to delegate some very important tasks to the these absolute people? winner every time is work ethic. Boom. There's nothing that I agree. I think that. I'm gonna hold that one first. Yeah, work, work ethic, ethic before trust. Or they're neck and neck. Uh, they're neck to neck because that that comes mm -hmm. seconds because work ethic is actually followed by trust because if someone that you trust that. If they're lazy, yeah. If they're if they're lazy, then you can't trust them. If they if they um, if they don't work up to the par, yeah. If they don't work up to the par, that means they they're, they're they lie to you at some type of level. Like at one point, like they're home relaxing, and then they say, "Oh, I was sick." Then they're lying to you. That obviously you're gonna catch that. But the work ethic speaks for itself. It kind of follows trust. But absolutely, trust is a major one. It, it, it's tough to even honestly. A lot of people say that it could be taught, but I, I, it's it's hard to teach work ethic, man. Like mm -hmm. some people just, you know, they have it or they don't. You know, absolutely, it, it's hard. It's hard to teach work ethic. So, um, okay, work ethic. So you think work ethic is a huge one for you? It's a top one for okay, me. Okay, what about you? Wor no, I mean trust, work ethic, and then trust. I, when he when he put it that way, it clicked. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right because there's. There's so many people you can trust, you can you can like, but like if they're just not producing, they're not. They don't have the work ethic. They're just not. I think uh, I I think some something that's uh, overseen a lot is, you know, does this person's core values and their vision the, the the do they align with what we're trying to build here? Also, right? Absolutely. Because you can work your butt off. This person you delegate to can work their butt off. But what if they're working against you? Because you don't right. They're working against there is, you. There is that, that's happened. Like that. happen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I feel like that's something very important. Now, let me ask you guys this. Sal, I'll start with you. What are some what are some benefits? What are some benefits that you get to reap when you figure out how to delegate? What are some benefits? Uh, number one is uh, obviously the freedom. Okay. You 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 delegate. Let's say you have you're given something a hundred. Do you have more freedom now than when you started in business? Uh, hundred percent. There's there's financial you have, freedom. You have the choice, too. and I have the choice of time. But because we're so driven right now and we're in a growth process, that I choose my free time to actually dedicate build. it to build, so I can create more streams and more opportunities. Set yourself up. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. 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 yeah all all so three freedom. of us can go travel and whatever, yeah. but we're building right now. It's a choice. What about you? What are what is the benefit that you really really love about? I delegation? love the fact that you can scale quicker. Mm. You can scale quicker because. Your output with an army is much more than an output by just yourself. Uh, and what I mean by output is your 
your work in and work out, right? So with an army, you can just get more work done, more uh, you can be more productive, and then you can you can turn more because of of you have more people and more help. So for me, it's just you can you can scale quicker and um, you can free up your mind to work on the business and not in the business. Beautiful. So. Couple things that I want to add on. I feel like systemization and delegation almost go hand in hand, right? Absolutely. We walked in this morning and there's a check for how much on the desk. 87. One deal that we just um, wholesaled, right, yeah. in uh, Nevada. Nice. $87,000 something, some change. I don't even know what it is. But do you know the address? Do you know the homeowner? I don't. Do you know when we got it? I saw it. Do you know when we closed? Exactly. That is another uh, benefit of, you know, delegating is now you build this machine and you just show up and you're like, oh, my God, these guys are amazing, right? Like, they're they're all over there killing it. So, do you even know um, the lead source? No. I Actually, yeah, cold calling. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I looked into, yeah. So um, uh, shout out to callgeeks.com, callgeeks.com. Uh, that's a great deal that you guys uh, landed for us. So um, what I like also is you get to venture out. You know, you get to actually start because when you're in that build and, you know, build and, and, and pressure mode of building your, the, your, your initial company, you're not thinking about building other stuff. But once it's no, delegated, no. right, once it's systemized and delegated, then you're like, okay, I have some time in my hands, you know, idle hands, and you're like, what do I do here, you know? Or maybe not even build other stuff, but work on the live. business. No, no, go live, mm-hmm. be with the kids more, or or, or take the time out, you know, on the personal. Yes, side. I, it's a choice now. Like I love what you said that we have the choice. It's, I would rather have I would rather have the choice to work rather than be forced to work. I haven't. I have not been forced to work, and since I started. And you know what? Yeah, even though some people say that you work more than ever, whatever it is, but you know what? That's my choice. It makes me happy, and that's the feeling. Is would you rather be forced into doing what you're doing, or do it because you like it? I love, I I love not being forced to work. There you go. It makes me work harder, right? So, um, so by the way, for those of you who who are a one man show or a two man show or whatever, and you're really looking to scale. You need to come to momentum. There have been so many people that have come to momentum and they've gone home into the respective markets, built seven-figure companies, a lot of real power players around the nation. They come to momentum. They get a bunch of this, you know, the the systems, the blueprint, the, the, you know, the delegation process, the pay structure. I mean, you name it. They get it. They get it all. They get it all. They go home and they they, they build their own seven figure company. So it's like sending. I, I hope someone, to see you at momentum. Yeah. By the it's way, it's like sending someone to your business, building it for you, and then systemizing it, and then boom, you have. It's a beautiful you... thing. It's a beautiful thing to just consistently. <laughs> I, I, we just watch it and watch it and watch it. People go home and they actually absolutely murder it. So, if you guys are serious about really like building something bigger than just yourself, you know, going from hustler to CEO, actually having an army work with you. Um, you need to come to momentum. So um, the other thing that I wanted to talk to, to folks about is um, letting go of the vine, right? A lot of people, we talked about letting go of the vine and trust. Um, what about working on the business instead of being in the business every single day, right? Mm-hmm. What about that? I mean, how, how much how much of a benefit is it when you, de- when you systemize, delegate? The, your first step is not going to be to venture out to another business. It's going to be to work on the business you have. Is that correct? Absolutely. What do, you, what do you guys have to say about that? Go ahead. Uh, so for me, for me, working on the business is is actually a, a very major thing because when you start a business, what's your main thing is how you can be different than others, how you can provide something that someone else can't provide as good as you. But then when you get caught up in the day-to-day work and the busy work and now you're handling the billing and you're handling all this and that, 
are you gonna be? Uh, is is your mind focused on on actually being of value to the to to the to the people that you're working uh, that that your company is serving, or being of value to your own company? Most likely, no. You, maybe to a smaller extent, but you're not gonna be focused 100. percent But if you delegate, you're now you have your main focus is how can we grow this thing bigger? Because everything is kind of working on its own, doing its thing, but doing its thing based on what you left it. But imagine if you can work on it and actually bring on new ideas, bring on other streams that can grow that and uplift everyone in your in your organization. I think that's that's the that's a huge factor for me. Alex, I'll add this to it. Like, yeah, when you when you get yourself out of the day to day stuff and your your perspective is from up here versus down there in the trenches, you can start focusing on on the how, the who, the what, and the where, mm -hmm. and you know all. You, you can you can start focusing on where you want to take your business, how you're gonna do it, who you're gonna add on to the, to your army, um, and then when when those goals have to be met, right? So, um, it just allows you to it's you're just like a mad scientist. You're you're testing here, you're testing here, mm -hmm. but ultimately it's to scale. And everybody Absolutely. in entrepreneurship, the goal is to scale, but you cannot scale if you don't delegate. Hundred <laughs> percent. And and you know what? Like, let me say this. This isn't like this. This episode today isn't just about wholesaling and real estate. Any business. This is the same formula and concept for any business. I don't care if you're selling bread, selling cars, you know, whatever, car wash, whatever it is that, you know, whatever business you have, it's the same exact formula every single time. Absolutely. You're not going to, you're, you're, you're not going to grow if you don't build an army. Um, Sal, tell us a little bit about uh, the uh, 602-461-7416. By the way, guys, we have a number to give you. So, because the, the, we're gonna start doing what we're gonna start doing is we're gonna create a community, right? We are we've already created a community, yeah, an official community now, right? Um, and uh, the phone number for that is six zero two four six one seven four one six. If you want to write that down, why is it important? Uh, well, uh, they need to text podcast. Oh, text podcast to that phone number. And why should they text uh, podcast to 602-461-7416? Because um, for the people that opt in into this, uh, we you actually will get uh, you'll get everything that we discuss in the podcast. Any subject that you uh, you might be interested in the future about the podcast or something that we feel like that you can interact, you can text us your ideas um, because we would love to get your your feedback. Sometimes online uh, on Facebook or on Instagram or whatever on YouTube, it gets lost. It, it gets lost in there your comments, but in here we can actually um, review every single one of them and see what works best, and we can communicate with you right there and then rather than uh, kind of fishing for it. Beautiful, uh, Alex. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, it's just like like Carl said. We want to create a community where you guys have access not to not not only us but our network. Um, and then we're going to be having uh, accountability, uh, you know, groups uh, within the community. We're going to have uh, action plans, and uh, just it's it's beautiful to have access to some uh, to a community where you can associate yourself with other powerful entrepreneurs. So we want to give what we have to you guys, and we're going to be a part of that. So over the next few years, uh, it's going to grow into something huge. So make sure you get early access. Let's uh, let's take some Q and A's. Yeah, let's, let's do, do about two minutes, guys. Any questions um, regarding delegation? Any questions regarding delegation? Let's take some questions before we hop off. Um, we appreciate you tuning in and supporting and loving us the way you do. As you guys know, the love is mutual. So let's take some questions. Let's take some questions. Let the questions come in. Okay. How do you know what's to delegate and what's not to delegate? Or what's, what's to delegated and what's not delegated enough? 
how do you know what's what like too is, much? What is too yeah, and what is not delegated enough? Huh. That's that, a, that's a personal perspective for me. Yeah. Because if you delegated everything, Depends, yeah, yeah, if you delegated everything, then you can travel. And if you feel like, okay, I delegated too much, then you probably have enough time that you don't know what to do with it. Yeah. So it's it's a matter of perspective. I also feel that, you know, just because you delegate doesn't take you off of the uh, responsibility of holding people accountable. No. So, you know, you should still uh, have your Monday morning meetings with your team. You should still hold people accountable in those respective seats. Um, so I, I don't know if that answers the question. Uh, my but... uncle delegated his business that he's been in for many years. He goes to the office one day a week. There you go. There you That's, go. That, that he delegated enough, and he sh- one uh, one day a week, and he goes for a few hours. Keeps people accountable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, any other questions, guys, in regards to um, delegation and, and you know building an army, building a a machine? George Anderson. Let's see. Question: I'm about to bring on a cold caller. She has worked for another wholesaler in the area. He's bringing his wife on to take her positions, so she needs to move to another job. Is it bad blood? Or taste if I bring her on my team. She is an amazing cold caller. Well, I think it's a matter of uh, perspective, right? Knowing the type of person you're bringing on board. Because some people um, don't have the either the mental or emotional maturity. If some it's folks separate. can separate, you know, certain things um, and you feel like it could work, I, I think it's worth a shot. You know, especially I'll, if you believe yeah. in this Keep person and trust high, this though. person. I'll, okay, yeah, and I'll say this, like... Uh, I think uh, I think what he's asking is like, is it okay to bring on the cold caller because somebody in his own market let her let her go, because he's bringing his wife on. So um, I don't see how that's a bad thing if if the guy's like letting her go. But I would definitely be like, hey, like I'm. Why would, did would, you let get let go? Yeah, I would gotta ask, keep a close you, eye. I would definitely yeah, I would definitely contact uh, your buddy if he is your buddy and, and let him know like, hey, I'm thinking about hiring this person. Why did you? Why did you exactly? Uh, would ask you recommend that I do? Yeah, ask the tough questions, and if you, if that person really cares about you, you know they're going to answer you truthfully. So, um, there's another question. Um, what was your biggest setback as each of you started wholesaling? Uh, I'll answer first, and then you guys can go. Uh, my biggest setback was fear, just like anybody else. Fear of failure, fear of spending money on marketing, you know, uh, uh, maybe limited beliefs. I don't know. You know, a, a lot of it had to do probably based off fear, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot. Of I'm it. with you. Yeah. Limit, I remember May, May of 2016. We freaked out. We either only, I don't think we made 5,000 in May of 2016. I don't know. I don't know if we were negative or zero. I don't know. But we went back to the drawing board. At that point, it was just me and you. And then July of 2016, we had like $120,000, 130000 a month. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, and that's, you know, entrepreneurship is a roller coaster, guys. So, you know, you better have some uh, emotional stability. What was some of your biggest um, setbacks early on in, in, your, in the wholesaling? Exploiting the mindset, like to its, to, to its maximum potential, like knowing that you can do it, obviously not limited beliefs. Do you have any limited beliefs now? Obviously, to some extent, because, you know, there's always room for growing because I can't say, yes, I have no limit because what if tomorrow I learn something new? Okay. Uh, so to, to as far as I know, I think I'm maximizing for sure. Okay. Sir, what were, what were some of your early setbacks? Uh, setbacks were uh, limited beliefs. I want to say lack of resources, but, man, that is just a mindset. So uh, mindset and, and limited beliefs for me. And once I overcame those, it, it's, it, was, uh, it was straight to the moon. Okay, uh, real quick. I have a real estate agent that wants to work with me. Uh-oh, that's already starting bad. 
He's a friend of mine that has access to buyers. Should I let him call my leads? We drive for dollars together. I'm not a big fan, and I, not nothing against realtors because I love realtors. We work with realtors. We have in-house realtors. My question is, why are they driving for dollars together? <laughs> I don't like they should I, go separate, and then they'll get double. They'll the get work. Double we talked the, about yeah. this in the live. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they get double the work. Yeah, and then they can meet and then focus. Yeah. On um, I think when it comes down to the realtor, could that person, could that realtor take that real estate retail hard hat off? Right. Because this is a whole different world. The investment side of things is a whole different world. So hopefully that helps. Uh, William Cuban, uh, access to my CRM. Just want to know if I should lend him 100% or give him a few leads to call. Uh, that, that that comes down to, you know, again, do you trust this person, right? Do you trust? You so, can just export the retail leads. I, I guess I'm trying to understand the uh, the agreement, right? The agreement of, of their business uh, I you know situation here. One is is this realtor a business partner of yours or are you just looking to monetize on re potential retail leads with this realtor again these are questions that only you would know right i mean i, I don't know if, like you can find cash buyers easily carlos i mean a couple hundred bucks you can buy a cash buyers list cashbuyersplus.com cash like, why would you give up the farm because of of a resource that you can no have. people are quick yeah. to give up the farm really early um this did you guys ever cool. make a mistake delegating incorrectly plenty of times you are, I mean. But each mistake served its purpose. And you learned. Fell forward. Yeah, friend. you yep. learned. Yeah. There you go. You, yeah, you're not. Fell forward. Again, you're not going to get it right right off the jump. And if you do, great. You know, power to you. But don't, ex I mean, well, expect it. But if, you know, ex expect it. But if it doesn't happen, right. don't beat yourself up on it. Right? Because, you, again, you're dealing with other people now. So you guys keep me motivated to keep going on with this business. Thank you. Thank you, Alberto uh, Navarrete. Um, okay, so. All right. Well, guys, um, as far as and there's no more questions coming in, I just want to say thank you so much for, you know, hanging in with us today, tuning in to episode 45. Uh, you're serving Carlos Reyes here alongside my business partners. Sal, Alex, and uh, we will see you next week at uh, 12 o'clock MST and uh, looking forward to it. So much thank love. You guys. God bless you. Thank Peace. you guys.